Sponsorship of the KQED live audio stream comes from Xfinity Mobile, featuring customized wireless plans. Customers can choose unlimited, buy the gig, shared data, or a mix of both and switch it up anytime. Learn more at XfinityMobile.com. Hi, this is George Saunders. Uh, I'm uh, here to read from my new book, The Braindead Megaphone, which is out now. Um, basically, I did a, a trip for GQ uh, where I drove the entire Mexican border from uh, Brownsville, Texas to San Diego. And it was such a kind of gorgeous, uh, overfold trip. I, I met some Minutemen and some Mennonite activists and some undocumented people and uh, former coyotes. And it was just a, a wonderful trip that reminded me of you know, that the essential American virtues are actually uh, tolerance and a sense of humor and a true curiosity about about other people. And then right after that trip, kind of flushed with the fun of it, I was in an airport, and here comes one of these guys, Lou Dobbs or Sean Hannity or somebody, uh, talking about the border. And I was just struck by the, the disconnect between the complexity I'd just seen and this kind of aggressive, simplistic presentation uh, coming to me from the TV. So the title essay has to do with this. And, um, but I'd like to read a, a piece uh, called Manifesto, which is a press release from uh, my group, uh, my kind of activist group. Manifesto, a press release from PRKA. Now it can be told. Last Thursday, my organization, People Reluctant to Kill for an Abstraction, PRKA, orchestrated an overwhelming show of force around the globe. At precisely nine in the morning, working with focus and stealth, our entire membership succeeded in simultaneously beheading no one. At 9.30, we embarked upon phase two, during which our entire membership simultaneously did not force a single man to simulate sex with another man. At 10, phase three began, during which not a single one of us blew himself or herself up in a crowded public place. No civilians were literally turned inside out via our powerful explosives. No previously funny person was reduced to a baggy pile of bloody leaking flesh by us during this phase of our operation. In addition, at 11, in phase 4, zero, zero, planes were flown into buildings. All of this was accomplished so surreptitiously it attracted little public notice. During phase five, just after lunch, while continuing to avoid the activities listed above, we were able to avoid bulldozing a single home. Furthermore, we set on roads in every city, in every nation in the world, a total of zero, zero, roadside bombs, which, not being there, did not subsequently explode, killing, maiming a total of nobody. No bombs, cluster bombs, or rockets were launched into crowded civilian neighborhoods, from which it was observed no post-bomb sickening momentary silences could be heard. These silences were, in all cases, followed by no unimaginable grief-stricken bellows of rage and loss. No sleeping babies were awakened from sleep by the sudden collapse and or bursting into flame of his or her domicile, followed by the tortured screams of his or her family members during Phase 5. In the early afternoon, Phase 6, our membership focused on using zero zero, trained dogs to bite, terrorize naked prisoners. In addition, no stun guns, rubber batons, rubber bullets, tear gas, or real bullets were used by our membership on any individual anywhere in the world. No one was forced to don a hood. No teeth were pulled in darkened rooms. Drills were not used on human flesh, nor were whips or flames. No one was reduced to hysterical tears via a series of blows to the head or body by us. Our membership, while casting no racial or ethnic aspersions, 
skillfully continued not to rape, gang rape, or sexually assault a single person. On the contrary, during this afternoon phase, many of our membership engaged in tender, loving sexual acts, flirted happily, and even consoled, in a non-sexual way, individuals to whom they were attracted, putting aside their sexual feelings out of a sudden welling of empathy. As night fell, our membership harbored no secret feelings of rage or hatred, or, if they did, prayed, meditated, or discussed these feelings with a friend, until such time as the feelings abated, or were understood to be symptomatic of some deeper sadness, at which time they made silent promises to continue to struggle with these feelings. It should be noted that, in addition to the above-listed and planned activities completed by our members, a number of unplanned activities were completed by part-time members or even non-members. In Chitral, Pakistan, for example, a new al-Qaeda recruit remembered an elderly American woman who had once made him laugh with a snide remark about an ugly lampshade and the way that, as she made the remark, she touched his arm like a mother. In Gaza, an Israeli soldier and a young Palestinian exchanged a brief look of mutual shame. In London, a bitter homophobic grandfather whose grocery bag broke open gave a loaf of very nice bread to a balding gay man who'd stopped to help him. A stooped, toothless woman in Tokyo pounded her head with her hands, tired beyond belief of her lifelong feelings of anger and negativity, and silently prayed that her heart would somehow miraculously be opened before it was too late. In Syracuse, New York, holding the broken body of his kitten, a man wept. Who are we? A word about our membership. Since the world began, we've gone about our work quietly, resisting the urge to generalize, insisting upon valuing the individual over the group, the actual over the conceptual, the inherent sweetness of a peaceful moment over the theoretically peaceful future, supposedly to be obtained via murder or massacre. Many of us have trouble sleeping and lie awake at night, worrying about something catastrophic befalling someone we love. We rise in the morning with no plans to convert anyone via beating, humiliation, murder, or invasion, to tell the truth, we're tired. We work. We would just like some peace and quiet. When wrong, we think about it a while, then apologize. We stand under awnings during urban thunderstorms, moved to thoughtfulness by the beautiful, troubled, umbrella-tinged faces rushing by. In moments of crisis, we pat one another awkwardly on the back, mumbling shy truisms. Rushing to an appointment, remembering a friend who's passed away, our eyes well with tears, and we think, oh my God, I was lucky just to have known him. This is us. This is who we are. This is PRKA. To those who would oppose us, I would simply say, we are many. We are worldwide. We, in fact, outnumber you. Though you are louder, though you create a momentary ripple on the water of life, we will endure and prevail. Join us. Resistance is futile. To subscribe to the Writer's Block and hear more stories, please visit www.kqed.org slash writersblock. The Writer's Block is produced by KQED.